live look at the stick and rink boys. How we react to actual hockey. Shootout reaction. Shootout reaction. We're tied where we fought. Is it 4-4? Four, four? Uh, yeah, 4-4. Four, four Demko's been peppered. Demko's saved 500 pucks tonight. Pedersen's first. Coming in. I might kick the TV if you Come on, score buddy. here. Come on, buddy. <laughs> the fucking oh. playoffs on the line, man. Holy shit. God damn it. He missed the net. I think I saw a defenseman hold him on the way in. Okay, who's up? Oh, it's... Did he fix his teeth? Jordan Everly. <laughs> also known as Brock Nelson's son. <laughs> Fuck you, Ebs. Let's go, Demko. Let's go, Demko. All right. No score through one. Come on. I have the opposite of a boner right now. Jesus. My amygdala is Dude, Demko in. thought he was going low glove and he tried to go five hole. Should I fight or flight? Which one? Okay, who's up next? Is it Besser? Fight? Let's you go, Ref. <laughs> you ever punch a guy in the square in the nose for I'm no reason? I'm not going to lie. If they put Horvat in the shootouts, the third shooter, I'm going to punch someone. Why? You don't like it? He doesn't deek, dude. Oh, Miller. Uh, oh, Miller, uh, you're coming in too slow, buddy. Let's wow, go! Let's go! You sexy, angry bastard. Sorry, Eduardo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, JT. Way to go, Simeon, so far off. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we needed. <laughs> Barzal's going to buzz in. I know. No, he's going to buzz in, and he's going to do a little Patrick Kane stop at the hash marks and just stuff. fake the shit. Out of Jacob Marks or Thatcher Demko. I once gave Barzell a sh uh, tutorial on how to do Watch this. Watch this. Yeah, see? Look at that little stop. Let's oh, go, Demko! Is that off his stick? Let's go! You're six foot forever. My God. One one away, boys. One away. Come on, We get baby. to do a positive fucking podcast. Would you, rather, would you rather be the goalie with the game-winning save or the guy with the game-winning goal? Game-winning goal, obviously. Fuck goalies. They're weird. <laughs> Plus, you get to do it's whatever, Sally. Is it Horv? Oh, oh no, it's Bass. Bass. Come on, Don't Besser. Deek. You've been gone for 12 games. Just rip one top shot. cheese. Let's go. He's, he's going to put a move on. Hey, I played dude, volleyball look, with that guy. Oh, dude, look at the fans. <laughs> That's so they funny. want one. I think, ba I think Besser's going to ice this right here. What? The fuck's that? Wait, what? Did someone th throw a puck on the ice? Yeah. I think a fan. Oh, it was me. I did that. Oh, yeah, you could see it. Oh, dude, that's like icing the kicker, dude. That's so junk. <laughs> oh, no. What kind of what kind of fan? Oh, I got a puck. Let's throw it. Oh, my God. It's probably at an Islander throw, fan that caught it. Yeah, at least throw like your underwear or something. Yeah, weirdo. Oh, dude, Besser's rattled now. You'll be subject to arrest. Josh knows all about that. Come on, Someone Bass. Someone throws a fucking waffle on the ice. Yeah, ends. I know. Could you imagine? Come on, Bass. Oh my God! Shoots Blame right the fan. At him. Blame the fan. Besser's probably rattled. Who's the Chicago Cubs fan? Steven, Steve, uh, what's the Cubs? Know. The guy that fucked up the foul yeah, ball. Bartman. Steve Bartman. Steve Bartman. Yeah. That's our Steve Bartman. Whoever threw that puck on the <laughs> If we don't make you the motherfucker. Who's this? Andrew is this Ladd. Ladd. Is this Ladd? Poke check. Poke check. Throw Fuck stick. you, Andrew. Stats them. Great win. Great, Great win. Ferda. Ferda Episode, boys. What is this? 
69. Six, no. Oh, wait, that's game 69. <laughs> hey, way to go, Raph. Let's go, buddy. Episode 40. Ah, I don't even know. Eight? 48? 48. Episode 48 of Stick and Rink. And we're here to blow your shit. Blow your shit. <laughs> right up. Let's go. Big W. Josh, how you feeling? Dude, I'm feeling good. That I'm feeling a, fucking great. That was a must-needed win. That was... Must-needed As, as win. everyone says, that was a must-needed win. Dude, and JT Miller, as man. As the kids say. JT Miller. He was pissed off in the third. He had every right to be. He was getting no calls. Fucking Bullshit game by the rest. The Islanders twice. were just holding their holding their guys. Coming into the zone. No, no four-check whatsoever. Okay. Quickly, Raph, turn your mic on. You're part of this. Uh... Quick, super, super quick fire round. Things as good as getting two points. I'll start when cinnamon buns are on sale. Josh. Uh, You're not very good at the on spot stuff. Yeah. Raph. Uh, two girls, one time. Oh, threesome. <laughs> yeah. The good kind. Raph. Josh. <laughs> Three girls, one time. Oh, <laughs> two for one cinnamon bun deal. Okay. Didn't think of that, did you? No. Okay. That's even, that's worse than a sale. Never mind. Um, uh, roll up the rim, except it's canceled this year because of coronavirus. Oh, true. <laughs> Hot seat. That sucks. Winning the lottery. How much? Anything. Sixty-nine over, million. That's correct answer. <laughs> Good job. Way to go, Raph. Hitting every yellow light on your way to work. Six hundred sixty-nine thousand sixty-nine hundred dollars. I was telling a different joke, and he fucking comes in. You're late. Okay. Uh, thoughts. Thoughts on the game. What do we think? Uh, I'm mad, and then I'm happy. I'm mad and then I'm happy. I think I'm mad then I'm happy. Then I'm happy at the end. We won. I think the good thing is is uh, the resiliency with this team. I think this was okay. a game where the Canucks had the lead. The Islanders would tie it up. Yeah. And then the Canucks would answer right after. So they didn't let a tying goal deflate them. No, not I at all. I feel like they were being like, guys, like this game is still winnable. Like we're scoring goals. It was. You know, it's not like it was a tight 2-1 game. It was a tight high-scoring game, which I think – um, the Canucks needed just to let them know that they could actually start putting the puck in the net and actually go back and forth. So good, good confidence booster. Big time confidence booster. I would say that was a very even, entertaining game. Uh, back and forth. The the who did we just play? The Islanders definitely won the third period by yeah. far. Dominated, I would say. Yeah. Um, but overall, a very entertaining game. Three on three. It gets kind of frustrating to watch. I think we all say that. That sucked, right, Raf? Yeah, it was just like a lot of plays that. Everyone would always try, wouldn't work out, and they just take a few seconds resetting. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of fucking football. Yeah, like soccer. Yeah, soccer football. Like when yeah, it's... Like where you just pass it back and forth. Yeah, like kind of in the oh fuck, I was barely talking into my into my mic. There, there you go. But, um, <laughs> it's okay. No, anyway, yeah, I, I felt the same way. Like it was just just broken plays. Yeah, it seemed in overtime. Like one thing wouldn't work, and they didn't even try and forecheck. They would just bring it back out the center and try something else. It was weird. Like at the at the end of regulation, everyone was trying way harder to score a goal than in three on three. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you already got your point. You might as well. You might as well just, just either let it, it carry to a shootout. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Like fucking charge the net. I don't. But know. dude, the Canucks, man, cool. holy shit! Like last thirty seconds of overtime, oh, Quinn they Hughes. were buzzing. Man, can we talk about the non calls there? Like. Yeah, I'm Pat, not. A, I'm not. Dude, a, Pedersen took some punishment. Yeah, this guy's getting all star. Kid treatment. was also giving it out though. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. Like I, I felt like this was a very, like it, it was weird though because some of the calls that the Islanders got, um, like cr- some of the cross checking ones, like 
were weird. Yeah. It was, I think we were saying the whole game, like, the refs kind of, I feel like they blew a couple calls that they made. And they tried to, like, make it up with, like, a flimsy call. And I'm like, dude, that's yeah. making it worse. Exactly. Like, if, if you're going to let the players play, just let them play. Yeah. Which they did for the most part. And, like, the one call that they did make was kind of stupid. I'm the, like, dude, he barely. The slash on Godet was bullshit. Yeah, the the cross check on Barzal that was pretty. When no was no not not on Stetcher it was a different one. Oh, it, was it was into the back. It was, it was non call. No, it did get called. Uh. It was the one into oh was it Horvat? Yeah, it was Horvat. Remember? Oh yeah, I like that, he yeah. barely gave him a two hander, and then the first yeah. period, one of the Canucks like hit one of the Islanders guys in the numbers cross check, and he goes head first yeah, into the boards, him. and there was no call. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I'll take the power play, but. Like, it's like, dude, like, you're not, yeah, <laughs> like, what, very... do, what are you seeing right now? And then the interference understand. non-calls on the Islanders, like, that just came down to the timing of the game, but it was very frustrating to watch. Yeah, that really pissed me off, just because, really... like, it, like, what the hell is the whole point of a dump and chase type of game plan if the defensive player is just going to do that? There's yeah. no fucking point. Exactly. You're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, kind of some stupid calls, but in the end, though, I, I don't think one call or one non-call didn't come back to bite either team, which is really nice. Yeah. So it's not like there should have been a penalty and there was a goal or there was a penalty and there resulted in a goal. Like, I feel like none of that really mattered. Yeah. Um, But yeah, solid win though. Big time. Two points. Um, Huge. So now we're back in the playoffs. The other huge takeaway from today is the fact that stick and rink is still brought to you by the hockey podcast network. And currently on the hockey podcast network, we got a wicked giveaway going on. So it's a contest done with tankathon.com as well as coolhockey.com. So go on to tankathon.com, go on to the NHL Draft Sim Lottery, uh, do it as many times until you find a combination that you prefer and you think is the lucky one to win. And if you get all 15 right, you're entered into a chance to win a $200 gift card to Cool Hockey where you can get some of the best authentic hockey jerseys on the market. So go on and put JT Net Filler on the back. Put on Bo Scorvat. Put on Quinn Net Filler. <laughs> I love that. Quinn the Virgin Hughes. You know Quinn the Virgin. We got a conspiracy theory that he might be a virgin. Not even like in a derogatory way, but just the way he plays. Yeah, it just seems like a guy that has not been poisoned by the idea of lust yet. True, but I also yeah. think at the same time though, like I feel like if he was blue balled for this long, like I feel like he'd be carrying like two fucking sandbags down there but he buzzes around the ice and then I feel like just at, the and friction then you, and then you look at his face and it looks like he nutted but the girl kept kept going oh his face like, okay just it's like that he, meme verbal meme just like doing just like okay um so okay where are we at in standings now we're back in the wild card spot yeah uh, we're gonna be first and wild card thatcher demko is in the vezina oh. now <laughs> thatcher demko is the best goal in the league maybe right now dude that was unreal some unreal saves dude unreal literally the best game ever dude he just set his career high for most saves in the game yeah so demko get used to that buddy because <laughs> yeah that's what, Mar- that's, what Mar- that's what mark he's been dealing with for 30 <laughs> games of the of the entire fucking season yeah. you're in here for eight like you so. think 49 shots is like an anomaly uh, no no <laughs> Welcome to Canucks Hockey. Tyler baby. Myers probably went to him in the locker room just now. I was like, hey, you like that, buddy? Yeah, get used to it. <laughs> and, we'll and, my, and my six foot seven ass in front of you, and, and I'm expecting you to stop all the bugs. <laughs> uh, we also failed to mention that we have a wicked interview on tap today. Yes. Uh, we did one with Corey and Richie of the Sporty Podcast for the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. Um, they're also part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and they're two beauties down at Arizona. Yeah. 
Both um, are Arizona State alumni. True. And we definitely, or I definitely got into it with them about that, which is awesome. Yeah. My favorite uh, American university. And I gave nothing but love and praise to the city of Arizona. I mean, the state of Arizona and all their sports teams. Yeah. <laughs> I gave them loving, kind words. Yeah, you definitely didn't compare it to a shitty franchise no, or anything like that. Never. So I didn't call funny. them the laughing stock of the NHL. Yeah. I would never do that. No, you're good. Um, but if you're like a super passionate Canucks fans and you're like the fuck, fuck the rest mentality, definitely yeah. listen in. Yeah. To the next part because But it almost I seems like those those two are kind of they're almost putting the nail in the coffin on the Arizona Coyotes yeah. season. Now well, I, we won't only... spoil we won't spoil the whole interview, but no. um they definitely have some good insightful opinions though, just yeah. in terms of like what the what the fans think, what they think. Um but yeah, they're they're awesome. So excited to bring them on. Yeah. Um shall we throw it over? No. Oh yeah, I guess so. I guess that's probably why you let that up. That was to kind it, of right? the segue, yeah. The segue, yeah. Okay. Going to point at you next time, like do some sort of hand signal. Yeah, that's all good. So we, point so whether so Richie Flores and then Corey Crenshaw. Corey Crenshaw. Uh, there it the is. Sporty podcast. There Perfect. You go. Oh yeah, and then also uh, for the record, Richie does wear a speedo in summertime. Yeah. Just FYI. Sexy speedo, Richie. Yeah, love it. You'll get that in the interview. All right, listen to it. Here we go. All right, we are pleased. To bring on to the Stick and Ring podcast now, two of our most famous guests to date. That's a huge, huge accomplishment. Guys, we got Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores of the Sporty Podcast for the Arizona Coyotes, also part of the famous Hockey Podcast Network. Guys, welcome to the show. How are we doing? Thanks for having us on, and I, I appreciate you calling us famous. No worries. That's um, that's the least I could. Do. I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little rattled by that. You're, you're rattled. <laughs> what more did you want me to say, Richie? Yeah, I've never. I've never been called famous before. I oh, can throw on sexy onto there too, but I haven't really met you in person. It's more of like an audio. There we go. Guy. Yeah. Here we go. We got GQ, we go. sexiest like voice sexy of the better. year, Richie Flores. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's it. Yeah, his, yeah. In his day job, he is suave. Oh. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's that Rico suave. It's a little Richie suave. I love that. I love that. Let's, let's get that yeah. going. Usually I have the confidence going to these interviews, but right now I'm kind of like blushing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. I, I just went fully yeah. red faced there for a second. My toes are curling a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I kind of, I, ju- I just, I vibe the famous word based off of how much I sweat, but I think, I think I need to kind of realize that I sweat just no matter what interview it is. So not to take your compliment away, it just means I'm really sweaty. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate the compliment. I will take the compliment full heartedly. Okay. Ignore Richie. He is okay. on a radio show here in Arizona, so he is famous enough. When we go to things, he gets recognized. Dude. I don't get recognized when I go places, so okay. this is my moment, and I so, will take it. So, like, you guys are going to bars, and Richie's getting all his drinks paid for. He's getting in for free VIP tables. <laughs> Dang. Bottle service, just, oh, baby. Richie you're, Richie, you're living the life, man. You live in Arizona, and you get noticed? Holy <laughs> buddy. How many Arizona State parties do you go to? <laughs> Uh, you know what's funny is uh, I went to Asia for five years and went to like one. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Isn't that isn't that crazy? <laughs> Dude, that was just cinematic. Your 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 mic cut out like right when you started the story. Right when you told hit, the punchline. Yeah, you hit me with five years from ASU and then you cut out. And I thought maybe your roommate got a hold of you. Completely cut out. Like we didn't hear anything. I'm glad it wasn't on our end because I <laughs> I feel like Corey was like, Yeah, yeah, that's so sick. And then both <laughs> you guys are waiting for our reply. It's like it's not happening. And I just started pointing at Josh. I was like, Josh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Richie, what, what sorry what, about that. It wasn't <laughs> the story's not that good. I was just gonna say, as Corey knows, 
went to ASU for five years, didn't go to one single ASU party because I hated them. Oh. Oh, that can't be true. That's not, that sounds like someone who's really trying to hide their, their like, frat king life. Yeah, I know. underground riches. This, no this guy, about. this guy was usually part of like Delta Psi or something. Whatever. <laughs> what, he's got a rap sheet the size of like. That, like okay, <laughs> that can't be. That can't be true because I was best friends with Richie in college. That's how we met. Okay, and my play and my boyfriend played ASU hockey. So there's no way that you didn't go to an ASU hockey party. With as many as I went to, you had to have been at least one of them. I went to one. I went to one. I went to a Halloween party. Okay. The truth is starting to come out here. Oh, yeah. There's pictures of me and you at that Halloween party. Yeah. You were at that. I dressed up as one of those slutty ASU cats. I know you did, Richie. (laughs) (laughs) The truth truth will come out one way or another. The next next thing you know, we're going to know about Richie going down to Fort Lauderdale and partying down down there at spring break. (laughs) He took all his party in the South Beach. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Nice. So, and then, so Corey, you went to Arizona State as well then, obviously? Yes. Love That's it. actually how Richie and I met. Okay, nice. So uh, your boyfriend played for the ASU hockey team. They're doing pretty well this year, are they not? They're doing great. When, uh, when he played, it, was, um, it wasn't until, I think, my junior year-ish right. yeah. um, where they went um, NCAA. Richie's um, a couple years older, so he okay. was already gone by the time they went NCAA. But uh, – yeah, this is the best that they've done so far. So this is a pretty good for them. It's a big deal, especially yeah, for the state, you know. For sure. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, or my next question, I guess, to both of you would be, does, does ASU, like, live up to the hype of, you know, being a true party school? Like, I feel like, you know, up, up in Canada, like, we're, we know ASU very well. Um, I feel like that's <laughs> very well known in terms of, like, just, like, a true party school. Um, like from your guys's perspective, do you think it actually like is it wild down there or is it a little bit overhyped? Rishi, do you want me to answer this? I, I feel like <laughs> yeah, I know. What I feel like you. Is. Yeah, you have a better grasp of it than I do. Okay, so <laughs> the reason why he says that is because uh, I, my best friend was also in a sorority, and her boyfriend was in a frat. So I actually did go to a couple frat parties. So oh baby. Um, they are they are not my favorite thing in the world. Um, uh. If you want to see some of the most disgusting places, you go to frat parties. But um, one of they, those places, like when you walk in, your shoes already stick to the floor, and you just got there. Yeah, and like in the bathroom, there's a bunch of drawings, and there's literally like a drawing of boobs, and then it says titties over the top of it, as if they didn't know what they drew. <laughs> oh my God, the creativity on these guys is just, <laughs> just surface level, like kindergartners. Josh's <laughs> eyes lit up there for a second because he's like, "Holy shit!" People along the same IQ as me, yeah. I could jump right in. It, it was uh, it was next level stuff. It's stuff you can't really ever uh, take out of your brain. Yeah. So. It's okay. experiences. It's like seeing yes. a part of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So for those who actually don't know this, we're, we're, we're both a hockey podcast. Like we haven't really touched on that part yet. Yeah. And me and Josh actually struggle to do that for quite, quite often during our podcast. We usually average like eight to 10 minutes before we mention the words hockey, stick or puck. Mm-hmm. Ours are, no, yeah. If, if you've ever listened to mine and Corey's show, ours is the same way. We bullshit for 20 minutes and then we finally get to hockey a little bit. Because it's, right. it's too stressful. You, you have to, yeah, it's too. That's that's the way that people like Ellen DeGeneres become famous, and so that's my goal is just to become Ellen DeGeneres famous by doing this. So here we're gonna jump into some hockey questions here. So obviously you guys are the sworn enemy. Um, we're we're kind of bridging the gap a little bit here. 
Um, we got a game coming up on Thursday. Now, depending on how this Vancouver game goes, which we currently have paused, like we talked about, it, it's already going to be a big game regardless. But if we lose, it will be an even bigger game for us. And it's already going to be a huge game for you guys. So um, maybe just talk about the do or die-ness of the upcoming game and what it means for the Yotes and the fans. I'll take, I'll take this one, Corey, because, you know, I like to go on rants about, about how I think the Coyotes are done. And I'm like, I'm pretty much at this point, like I'm so over this season. I just want it to be over because I just want to be spared. The reason why I didn't start talking because I knew that you would want to take this. So you go, yeah, I, go for your Richie rant. Thank you. Because I just, I want to be spared the heartbreak of the, the Kyrie's missing the playoffs by like a point or two, like they did last year. So as far as I'm concerned, they can just lose the rest of the games, miss the playoffs, and then, and then, not get the first get their first round draft pick because they traded away to New Jersey. It's all bad, doom and gloom and bad here in Arizona, as far as I'm concerned. Because last time I checked, I think their their uh, percentage in terms of making the playoffs is about 25, percent if less than that. That's like half so, a coin flip, though. That's not too bad. I take those odds so all the time at the casino. They're <laughs> <laughs> not great. But. And, and so unless they go on like a six or seven game win streak, they're toast. So okay. whereas like the Canucks, they've played a couple less games than the Coyotes. Like they're playing game 69 tonight. Nice. As we're recording. Wait, 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 wait <laughs> uh, frat boy, Richie. I know you're, you're still coming through the cracks. One dude, after dude, dude, your, your self is really showing right now. <laughs> Just slowly. We didn't make a Twitter post about that. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so, like, Thursday, and it's, like, it's a bigger game for Vancouver than it is Arizona at this point because I think Vancouver still has a better shot in making the playoffs than the Coyotes do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's tough for me to say and very sad. But It is, well, especially where both of our teams were about two months ago. But maybe, Corey, I'll, I'll invite you to sprinkle some positivity on the end of that one and maybe just flip the, flip the script a bit here. Yeah, so Richie's always highly negative when it comes to these things. If there's ever a chance where – things are going bad he will say that is the worst thing ever and he will jump ship which is always so funny to me um because when it comes down to it he's actually on the inside of a very large optimist he just doesn't like to show it um but this team i feel like can still finish very strong but i'm going to say that i doubt that they're going to make the playoffs and i'm not necessarily wanting them to and the fact that they haven't been a team that deserves to be in the playoffs and I mean that in a very uh kind more in kind of like a a fan that's kind of in a coach way in the fact that like if you don't play like you deserve to be in the playoffs then you shouldn't be that's not something that's a it's a a privilege not a right and they don't deserve to be in the playoffs with the way that they're playing and yeah. seeing them in the playoffs would just basically be encouraging bad behavior. Right. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, one thing that kind of comes to mind for me and, and why I would say, you know, this has been, it's, it's been like from, from an outside fan, like a person who, um, like I actually like the Coyotes. My, my dad has a place down in Phoenix, so I've actually taken in quite a lot of their games. But from an outside fan looking in, like, I feel like, you know, a couple months uh, before the deadline, like when they traded for Taylor Hall, like it seemed like John Chica was like, you know, like actually like going for it. And like, it looked like they had the roster to do it. Like they had Darcy Kemper, like Ekman Larson was good. Um, you know, 
I've seen glimpses of Lawson Krauss. Like, you know, there's a lot of good moving parts right now for the Coyotes. And it seemed like they had this roster that was, you know, ready to make a push. And um, they've actually done worse with Hall in the lineup than uh, before he was there. So my question is, do you you guys think that the Coyotes should re-sign this guy? Or do you think they let him walk? Because there were rumors that they were going to flip him, actually, at the deadline, like they traded for him early enough so that Chica could actually possibly get a first rounder back. Now, obviously it didn't happen. So what do you guys think is going to happen with Hall? And do you guys want him there? So you're eating into the CSN garbage today. Yeah, like I, I, I bet you guys haven't seen that graphic floating around yet, have you? Like being people are in Arizona. There's no way you've seen that yet, right? My my cousin who lives in Washington even sent it to me today. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it, it, like on a lesser scale, I feel like part of the reason that happens is because the oh, this is gonna I feel like I might just completely lose all of your guys' friendship from saying this, but you guys like the coyotes have slowly kind of turned into like the Cleveland Browns of the NHL where like oh. Oh, that is, that's such a okay, to say just like bear with like you know it, it's kind of the rest of the fan bases are like they cheer you like they cheer the coyotes on subconsciously but like they kind of sit back and laugh when it blows up and this is coming from a canucks fan we like we blew up we, we fucking lit our city on fire and we lost a hockey game so i mean like we're not innocent ourselves but there definitely is that mindset floating around I mean, it's not as bad as when the eagles they had to literally put uh lube all over the town like they put petroleum jelly on and then um porn hub donated a bunch of lube so that way they wouldn't be climbing up things and hurting themselves so <laughs> i'd prefer to burn things personally so. yeah. yeah like i'd prefer to light things on fire than just throw instead of you, throw ky all yeah, over the street lights like there's a certain level of shame on each one to stop fucking frat boy richie from climbing up poles and shit <laughs> <laughs> So be, I honestly would not put it past me to do that. <laughs> yeah. Very passionate. I personally haven't heard any rumblings of anyone wanting to re-sign Hall around Arizona. Is there any of that that floating around? I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. He has been playing actually extremely well compared to the rest of the team. And at this point, it to me feels more like the players, once he got here, decided that they could be lazy, that he would pick up their slack. Yeah. And I think that's more of a team issue than a Hall issue. Right. Um, Richie, do you have anything to add in terms of Hall, what you think they should do with him? Yeah, I mean, it would be great if they could re-sign him, right? I mean, yeah. they, they had a they had a dinner with, with Taylor Hall and his agent, Alex Marillo, the Coyotes owner, in Montreal mm-hmm. about a month ago talking about his future. Right. Now, the Coyotes do have that eighth year that they could offer Taylor Hall that no other team could offer him. Yeah. But I've said it from I said it from the beginning that he's going to want ten plus million dollars, and the Coyotes just don't have the wherewithal nor the cap space to give him that much money. Right. And I don't think, especially the way this last couple months have gone, I don't even know if he wants to be here. Frankly, yeah, true. Um, so I guess my next question then is: so let's just I'll give you a hypothetical. So let's say um, Hall does stay in Arizona for. X amount of dollars doesn't really matter. Um, what is what is the one like? What are the pieces that Arizona actually needs to be successful to make them get to the playoffs? Like, like what is that missing piece? Like, I feel like Kemper and Ranta have been really good. Maybe their 
defense has a little bit of opportunity because like Ekman Larson can't carry the entire team on his back. Their offense is Ekman Larson. Yeah, th- this was a, terrible. Even as Josh is saying this, like I've been reading your guys, you guys on Twitter, and I've been reading the, the rest of the Yotes fan base. So apparently, OEL is like one of the most hated people in Arizona right now. Oh, he's you guys can have him, frankly. If the Vancouver Canucks want an absolute <laughs> trash defenseman for eight and a half million dollars a year, you guys can have him, like for free. <laughs> Just like come down to come down to uh, to Mill Avenue here by ASU, and you can find him probably boozing with some like twenty-one year old chicks, and then he's like, "Hey, Oliver, you want to come play in Vancouver?" That sounds like a dream come true. It's Old Town, Richie. He hangs out in Bottled Blonde. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. No, he actually does. I think it's just very well known. So then do you think think that he's just having like an off year or do you think this is like... He's been shit for a few years apparently. Has he? That's what I've been reading, but... Yeah, he hasn't been good for... Unfortunately, his mom passed away. And I just brought the show down. God damn it. I'm sorry, oh, guys. Rich. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's a tough hey, spin you, have, you were very negative about him beforehand, so. Yeah, God. <laughs> but it's the I, truth. Just look Just I, look at the numbers. After after his mom passed away, he just hasn't been the same player. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a strange, strange idea for someone who's already, like, kind of not in their home country and all that. But yeah. I, I just kind of thought as a player, if this, this is kind of applicable to Hall and to, to OEL, too, but – when guys struggle and, and every player goes through struggles in their career, I, I kind of felt that Arizona would be one of the most desirable places to play just because there's not that, there's not like the Boston ridicule. There's not like the Canadian market ridicule and it's yeah. a beautiful place to live. So, I mean, in that sense, I thought that would be one of the more desirable places to go. It usually is. A lot of people like being here. I mean, um, not to call out Canadians in general, but a lot of Canadians like to be here because of the oh, fact 100%. that percent. you know, you can... Uh, one of the selling points of way, way old ASU hockey was that you could wear a wife beater to the rink. And we always <laughs> used to make a, a joke because one, one of the players at the time, like in this like promo video that they made, he goes, I can wear a wife beater the wink, to the rink. Do you, you know what that means? It means I'm living the dream. So we used to always <laughs> say that uh, whenever we'd wear like summer clothes to the rink that we were living the dream. So that's kind of, it's really cool to be able to do that, like you're around yeah. here. But yeah. um, I think with OEL, it, uh, it mostly is the fact that he gave in to, when he was giving in to that kind of like lifestyle, he was actually doing pretty good. When he's tried to mature and become something he's not, he's been playing terribly. Yeah. Damn. Huh. So I think then, I guess my question still kind of stands though, is then what is one thing or what is a piece that Arizona needs to fix to actually make them competitive again? Because it's not, it's not that they're like, yes, they're not having the greatest of years based on like the roster that they have. Um, But like, they're, they're still, they're still there. Like they're still present. Like it's not, I'm not about to completely shut the door on the coyotes. So what would be one thing that you guys could change? on the coyotes to make them a team, like make them like competitive. Like what do they need? Well, first and it's foremost, been- they have to stay healthy. That's been an issue yeah. for the past two seasons completely. Yeah. Um, they need to stay solid defensively because they, you can't rely on Kemper to do everything. Yeah. And that was kind of the problem with the first half of the season and right. before we got injured. And then mm. you also have to have some veteran leadership. Like I said, I think, uh, Oliver Ekman Larson put on a good show for a little while, but he's never really been a veteran leader. And even when he is, he's kind of a more quiet 
uh, leader. So, and, and it doesn't really match with talk it very well. Talk it is basically just a big bundle of fire and he wants yeah. that out of players and out of his leadership. And unless you have someone that matches that, it's not going to go well in the locker room. Right. For sure. Richie, what do you think, bud? It's uh, It's been the same problem for the last decade, which is they just can't score. Just plain and simple, they can't score. Like, it right. was a problem last year. That's why they missed the playoffs. They were like 29th or 30th in, in goals for. And it's the same thing this year. They're uh, 21st in goals scored this year. And because um, their defense is good. They're still top five in terms of least goals allowed in the league. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, they're not top five, just right outside of it. And but they just like down and especially in this stretch here recently, they played a lot of one goal games where they're getting beat three to two, two to one. Mm-hmm. And Clayton Keller can't score. Nick Schmaltz can't score. Phil Kessel can't score. And we just have a bunch of guys who are being overpaid and can't mm-hmm. score. Yeah. You miss the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, it's something that they've needed for the last decade is somebody to actually score 30 goals on this team. Yeah, and you know Taylor Hall's doing. Uh, you know Taylor Hall's been the best goal scorer and the best probably point scorer they've had in years. But just him alone isn't enough to put the team in the playoffs. Yeah, which is which is kind of crazy because like I feel like Hall, you know, is you know I feel like he is that player to be good enough. Um, you know, to kind of you know throw a team on his back because yeah. you kind of saw it in New Jersey. And like he's New got Jer- that he's got that game breaker title, I would say. And, and New Jersey's name. roster when he won the MVP was a lot worse than the Coyotes, and they and he got them to the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting phenomenon down there. But Elijah, do you have anything to add? Oh, I got tons. All I right, got tons to add. Perfect. Um, I've I've kind of been <laughs> sitting here shaking a little bit because I feel like every Yotes fan is on Twitter right now, probably finding out where my parents live and sending them hate mail when I call them the Cleveland Browns in the NHL. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> That's uh, not maybe, true. Maybe we'll handle that in post. I'm not really sure, but kind of, kind of a little scared about I that. Mean, that was very rough to just that, kind of throw <laughs> it out there. Like that's not something you say when you first meet someone. Nonetheless, they're fan base. But um, whoops, that's all I can say about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had a weird topic that I, I, I just kind of realized as I was touching up some notes. The next, this upcoming, after this season, the 2021 season, is going to be your last year in the Pacific Division. And then we'll no longer be friends. So, like, what, what's, have you guys ha- paid any ten- attention to that? Any thought to it? Like, you're going to be going to, you know, a pretty easy division. It's only got Nashville, Winnipeg, Dallas. <laughs> St. Louis, like Chicago, bunch of yeah, bums down yeah, there. Just a bunch of scrubs. Like should be easy victories everywhere. So like are we optimistic here? What's going on? It may be well, it, stupidest decisions ever. You can keep going. <laughs> like it, it does yeah. kind of feel like Arizona got shafted on this one again. Cause like whatever Pacific team Completely. is going to have to go out there. I was going to say, well, fuck you. Like, why am I the one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's total. It's like the entire Coyotes fan base was like, this is bullshit. Like, are we just like the, the shit kicking team of the NHL? They can just do whatever the fuck you want with. Like, that's because well, uh, never mind. I was gonna, for so I, long, why kick that team? The team that has been struggling. Oh yes, let's put them in a harder. <laughs> that's gonna help them a ton. Yeah, fuck Vegas. Like they they've had a hard enough time getting started. They don't need. It. I I was that problem. I was honestly gonna make an ASU joke there, um, 
just about about the about the coyotes being fucking passed around. I was just gonna say like a girl being passed around at an ASU party. Yeah, but you you didn't make that joke. Oh, did you read that out of the book of oh common insults about ASU? Do you want to make a joke about an STD now too? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll I'll save that for another. My favorite interview. part is that he thought about the joke, but he didn't say it, so it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite part about Josh is that like there's a filter on you guys somehow like a fully permeable filter. I'm actually a decent human, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so mean. You guys are so mean. <laughs> I feel like we, I feel like we were like, nice enough. I feel like we brought you guys on and then well, I made an ASU joke that was not appropriate. And then Elijah said you guys are the Cleveland Browns, which is not I think that's almost worse than what I said. Maybe. Um Yeah. But you know what though? Like yeah, honestly, comparing Phoenix and Scottsdale to Cleveland is so similar. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, holy shit. Um That's no so but true. but honestly though, I, I agree with you guys. Like if I was a Coyotes fan, I'd be fucking rattled. Because yeah. like but could you imagine though Vegas in the central? Could you imagine that division? That'd be crazy. It's nuts. That would be nasty. But that being said, like every division, the kind of like the the swing of power, it, it always seems to change within like every three years. Like like yeah. remember, remember last year and the year before how we thought Winnipeg was this perennial playoff contender and now they're like on the bubble of the wild card. It's I remember talking about it. I talked about it with the Calgary guy from the Hockey Podcast Network. Like it's it's the twelve month effect. Like we could be sitting here doing this exact same interview next year at this time, and you guys could be winning the division and we could have traded Pedersen and Hughes. Like it's literally the type of league it is. Yeah, it's what have you done for me lately? So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our uh, one banner would beg to differ. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, right. We won the Pacific Division in 2011. <laughs> so true. You had Biz Nasty in the playoff push there for a little while too. That was that's a storyline for textbooks. I, I mean, he's up in, he... he's upstairs now. He calls the uh games for yeah. radio during the game. So we yeah. see actually, him. That's actually kind of a funny topic because I feel like Bit, like I feel like Vancouver is is Biz's like second hometown the way he, the way he describes it at least and I feel like our fan base kind of treats him like that like I've been to the Warriors lacrosse games whenever whenever he's down there and he, he's like he's kind of a mini celebrity around here is he is it is the hype train around him as much down in Arizona too? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, um, he's Canadian, so like that uh, he's obviously gonna always favor Canada in some ways. Like he'll always like if you listen to Spitten, you'll hear him talking about like how he always roots for Canadian teams when it comes down to like world juniors and everything. But right. um he he's relatively a celebrity down here. I mean, I I probably shouldn't talk much, but Richie <laughs> No, you I mean you know Biz better than I do. That's so. I know him on a personal level and he dated one of my friends too. So like, Whoa, when I no say like way. I probably shouldn't talk much, I'm saying like I probably shouldn't talk much because I actually Oh okay. Yeah, no, you probably should not spill the beans to some nobodies from from Twitter. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, like I swear, Corey, I will use you for a headline right now. <laughs> we are no, friends, but I'm just making it. I'm just trying to make it to the top here. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the top is. You know. Um, my last question for you guys is purely a hockey question. Um, super. Specific. No, the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> well, it yes was going to no? be like uh, which now whatever you say he's going to say no <laughs> which Coyotes player is most likely to contract coronavirus but I mean we don't have to talk about that if you don't want to but um, no, like, have you have you guys bought your toilet paper yet that's my question 
I don't see how don't, you uh, can't yeah. have toilet paper. This is the thing that we talked about on our show that bothered me is how do you not have toilet paper and how do you not have uh, soap and how do you not have hand sanitizer? Yeah, like just in your house? Would you, yeah, do you mean the house or the store? I mean, in, in your house. They're like, they're stocking up on it and all this stuff. Like, I like when I go to Costco, I buy a bunch of toilet paper. So I always have a bunch of toilet paper. Like, who wants to be the person who runs out of toilet paper when you need it? Yeah. 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 Well, if you actually want like a, like a testimony on that, I'm actually on my, my, my two last rolls right now. And so I'm kind of pissed because I'm not the guy that overprepared it now. Like, what if I actually need toilet paper tomorrow? Like, these people are like, oh, I might need it in three and a half months. It's like, fuck you. Like, what if I need it tomorrow? I don't understand why there's a run on toilet paper to begin with. I thought, is it more of a, do you think there would be more of a run on like hand soap and hand sanitizer or like, anything else? I heard someone say this today, like can't, maybe canned food, you know, like things that you kind of need. Who knows? Fuck. <laughs> toilet paper and soap i feel like that's social media to a t it's like one person saw someone load up on toilet paper and they're like oh my god i hadn't thought about that yet and they just go nuts unless like because like the coronavirus as far as i know doesn't give you the shits like that doesn't maybe maybe this is a glimpse into what everyone's deepest fear is like no one wants to have the runs as it is but no one wants to have the runs and have to hop in the shower every like 30 minutes that's not fun yeah (laughs) I wait. My question is because I haven't done research on this, um, at least down in Arizona. Like, is, is it is it bad down there? Or no. For the coronavirus. There's, yeah, there's like, been what two two cases, Corey? I think confirmed cases. Okay. We're beating yeah, you guys. I, mean, I just heard that uh, um, at Gateway Airport, um, which is all the way down in Chandler, um, is where my I only found out because apparently it was on the news. My brother works there, but there was someone that flew in for um, Intel that. Um, who had the coronavirus. And so they're all checking all the people that were at that airport. Oh so my that God. Might, that person came from somewhere else though. So that tech, I don't think they're technically a, another one for us. So I think it's technically Dang. only two cases. You got, you guys, yeah, they also, cases. we already have two dead. So we're beating you. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yes. All right. If you want to, if you want to take that route, that's fine. Because like, here, the uh, the Democratic debate is going to be here in Phoenix in a couple of days on Sunday, and it was originally supposed to be in a big stadium of people, right? Not a big, like an amphitheater of like five thousand people. They have no, said said uh, nobody nobody can come, so it's just going to be it's going to be two old white dudes just talking to themselves pretty <laughs> what, much. What a riveting TV display that's going to be! Feel, feel the burn, Joe Biden. I fucking love a it. A Democratic debate with no crowd. Name me a more boring topic to yeah. have on the TV. Like holy shit! <laughs> you just have to have your Twitter open so you can see what people say in real time. Yeah, exactly. Okay, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up right there. We got a Canucks game to get to. Um, Oh, I can tell you guys what the score is. No, 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 no. no. Okay, you don't worry about no, it. No, frat boy, Richie, stop I'm talking. Looking, I, you just get back. I'm looking at it right now. And we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, no, it's been a pleasure, guys. Appreciate it coming on. Thanks for that. And um, maybe we'll check in again when we're all quarantined. <laughs> yeah, that actually, we'll have plenty of time for that. That'll yeah, we great. could do a two-hour episode by then. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay, guys. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks. Adios. Thank you. Peace. And we're back from commercial break. Thanks for coming. Hope you guys enjoyed the old interview there. Yeah. What a couple of beauties those guys are, eh? Buddy. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. Both of them. Yeah. It's it, it's interesting, though. Like, when they're 
when they're really talking about Taylor Hall, like, you know, Richie said it best with the lack of scoring that's happening. Because when you think of the names, you think of goal scoring. Hall, Kessel, Keller. Keller. Who else? Uh, uh, Derek Stepan. Not really goal scorer, but, but good, good name. Good name. I like that. Uh, Who else? Oh, did Connor Garland. Connor Garland. Got you there. Same thing. Um, but yeah, like they're... <laughs> we ran out of names. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but I mean, though, like, but I feel like those names alone should be good enough to at least make you a competitive franchise. Yeah. And, and they're just not there. Like, you know, listening to um, Corey talk about kind of the Coyotes about relying on Kemper until he went down. Like, I don't know about you, but I definitely thought about the shades of the Canucks on that. Yeah. You know, it, like it kind of feels like the shades of the Canucks, except they got like a three month injury where we got like a three week injury. Yeah. We got kind of lucky. They, yeah. They didn't like, I mean, like we kind of have the same amount of names in terms of goal scoring, I would say. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think we have like a bit amount. more of a solid top six, but yeah. Um, but I mean like in terms of like the reliance on, you know, Vancouver or in, in terms of Markstrom and whatnot, I feel like that was very realistic. Like, I feel like we could have a very realistic or similar season to the Coyotes yeah. had Markstrom been down, if not worse. Well, Coyotes, say. they were the division leader for like numerous months in a row. Yeah, for the like, I think it was like October, November. Like they were hot. And December, I would say, I would say yeah. December kind of started to fall apart a little bit, and then January, February were absolute disasters for them. But yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Anyway. So coming up here, we have Arizona on Thursday. Yeah. This episode's going to drop on Thursday, so it's actually going to be today. Yeah. Uh, we just recorded this on Tuesday night, obviously. Yeah. Live Islanders reaction. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, it's another big two points coming on Thursday there, Josh. Yeah. Another key divisional game. Do we have a new four-game heater? Oh. I think we did. Should we squeeze in a little last-minute unprepared four-game Let's heater? just do a quick four-game Look at Raph. He loves it. Raph, dude, <laughs> relax on the excitement, okay? Raph just wants to go home and play Call of Duty, Don't but we won't let him. Don't say that. Don't <laughs> tell the fans that. <laughs> It's not our fault. Our producer's a fucking dick sometimes. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so on the Canucks' next four-game heater, easy matchups, man. Super easy. You oh, got the God. Coyotes. You got the Avalanche. Fuck. <laughs> you got the Jets. <laughs> you got the Lightning. <laughs> oh. Fuck them. That's what I say. Oh, baby. Uh, so we're going to Arizona, to Colorado, and then back home for Winnipeg and Tampa Bay. Uh, how do you see this going down there, uh, Insider Josh? Um... Don't sound too confident, okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay, let me just look at this because I just need to see. Okay, I'm I'll fill it in. I'm, I'm more of a visual guy. Yeah, okay, more so of an on the ball. So, Thursday. So, we got a two-game so two roadie. Yeah, back-to-back games. Uh, don't forget to leave. Don't leave that out. Okay. So Thursday, Friday. Okay, we have a shot at going... One and Man, three. <laughs> I, we have a shot going at two and two. How about this? We got a shot at going two and two as long as we don't start Louis Domingue on either of the back-to-backs. Okay. Because you're going to lose. So you want Demko in both games. Yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. Um, here's a game. Give me your most winnable games in order of one to four, and then give me your most important games one to four. Okay. So in terms of winnable, Arizona, Winnipeg, Colorado, Tampa. Okay. So you put Colorado as harder to beat than Winnipeg? I'm gonna uh, dis- I'm yes. Gonna, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I would go... I would go Arizona, Colorado, Winnipeg, Tampa. Yes, so, and I, I actually would. I might put Winnipeg as like the hardest, just because, just, just based off the fact that Colorado doesn't really have much to play for. Yeah, I'm, but sorry, also th- them and Tampa, they do have to play for. Like they are in a race, and yeah. they're pretty close in the standings. But well, let's not forget Tampa beat us nine two. 
Yeah. Let's just not forget about <laughs> that. A, you, I didn't forget about that. Don't worry. Yeah. But Tampa, like, they're eight points behind Boston. That division is pretty much settled. And they're coming off emotional games against teams like Boston. Yeah. I just think that one's a bit of a sleeper one for us. Like, we have a lot on the line. They don't have a ton. And yeah. then the other one with Colorado, like, that's a lot of injuries still on that team. They do have a chance to win the division, so they are playing for quite a bit. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. I just look at Winnipeg as, as saying we're – Wow, we do have that game at home, though, so that's well, something I should consider. All I but. know is that the Tampa Bay game, that is our last game against Eastern Conference teams in, yeah. until if we do make the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, no, I, in terms of in terms of the must-wins... Yeah, or like uh, most important Or games, most I, important... I think this one's kind of an easy question. I would but. say Arizona, Winnipeg, Colorado, Tampa. Yeah, I would just... I would flip... I would flip uh, Winnipeg and and Arizona. I think the game against Winnipeg is more important than against Arizona, just because yeah. right, as of right now we have a game in hand on Arizona. We're well, I, four I th- points clear. I think I think Arizona is important just because you can beat that team. That's true. That's a good good avenue to take on that. Yeah, yeah. like I, that's why I think like that's the most important is because like that is a very winnable game. Whereas Winnipeg, yeah. yes, you are fighting for a playoff spot with them, so that is important, but. At the same time, though, it's like that's a game that you could possibly lose. And yeah. we have not fared well against Winnipeg all year. It's true. And yeah. for many years. For many um, years. The scary part for Arizona is, too, they've been waiting in the shadows. They, they haven't played since, I think, Monday, since okay. yesterday. And they're going to play on, and we're going to play on Thursday. So they've been kind of waiting for quite yeah. a while here. Yeah. Um, yeah, what no tough games coming up. Big okay. four game heater. I'm going with a nice uh, three and one, baby. So who are we winning against? We're going to lose to Arizona. Okay. We're going to beat the other three. Interesting. That's right. Call it confidence. Call I'm it saying, stupidity. I'm saying two and two. I think we're going to – I think we're actually going to beat Winnipeg and we're going to beat Arizona, but we're going to lose to Colorado and we're going to lose to Tampa. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here first. That's facts. Yeah, that's facts. You want to hear another fact? Yeah. This episode's over. Oh, harder, baby.